Hey team, welcome back to the only podcast where you can hear a couple of guys talk about... What do we talk about here, Ry? Um... Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> I, I, it's been so long. We we weren't here last week. That's my fault. For a second, I thought you were actually wondering, like, what? Wait, what do we talk about? <laughs> Honestly, we haven't seen a good one in a long time. But it is. T- we're supposed to be talking about movies, the movies, movies and television. The movies. There's some good TV. TV happening. That's true. But I saw a bad movie today. That's all I'm going to say, and I'm going to let you guys hear about that in reviews. Mm, good tease. And I saw a good movie last night. I wonder if it's the same movie we're talking oh, about. Boy. Fans, we're going to get into it. But yeah, we had a, a week off. Uh, sorry to Monty and uh, any other turkey heads who uh, are all fucked up about it. Yeah, Monty probably had a tough time with that. Yeah. But I mean, we got to get right into it. This is Agreed. a ton of news. Uh, my top story this week, Ben Affleck, Jennifer Lopez. Those two crazy kids got married. I was there at the wedding at... <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts in Las Vegas, Nevada. It's a beautiful ceremony. It's hot out there, huh? Yeah. Hotter than here? Piping hot, yeah. Mm. We're in a bit of a heat wave. That's why I brought a bunch of uh, culottes uh, for the team. Keep everybody chill. Ben is definitely a black coffee guy. He would never touch a culotta. You think? Oh, when he's in shape especially. Those culottes are like an ice cream sundae. You can't have that shit. I feel like he's like an iced coffee guy. I've seen enough of those black photos of coffee. him yeah, yeah. balancing coffee to he's got some he's got some coffee or milk and sugar in that mix. I hope he's not a regular guy. That would ruin it for me. Years ago we had the coffee. Just regulars. <laughs> a sequel to the departed. Now filming. That's what the baristas don't realize. Speaking of things now filming in the bean, that uh, they're filming that Spider-Man, <laughs> like Morbius spinoff called Madam Web in oh. Boston right now. And uh, friends of the show, Sydney Sweeney, Dakota Johnson, and some other babe are, they're bipping and bopping around the bean. Well, for a second, you look like you were on fire, legitimately, but you're just doing a cool guy exhale of your CBD. Mm-hmm. Wow. The, um... But yeah, I want to, uh... What is that movie? It's them playing, like, Spider-Man sidecars. It's like the Morbius Venom thing, where Sony's like, let's try to... Let's keep making Spider-Man movies so we can keep having the IP rights. And maybe... Oh, that's the rule, right? They have to make it, otherwise they lose the... They do. They have to make a movie involving... The movies. The universe of characters. I think once every, like, three years or so. So yeah, they don't even care if it's good, clearly. They're just like, just go make it. That stinks. Thing. Yeah, but... I don't like it. I want to extend an invitation to all those babes. If uh, they want to join me for dinner at Papa Gino's, I'm available. I'm literally on the Papa Gino's menu as we speak for us. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess they can just come. Let's go. Yeah, they uh, they can bring it to us. Oh, Sydney Sweeney shows up. She's like, I got some tomato sauce on my tits. <laughs> I'm just like, get out. That'd be a very uh, dope reverse porno. She's the pizza delivery person mm. <laughs> delivering it to us. Lucy comes home. She's like, you know what? Go for it. I'm like, this is my wife, Sydney. My wife. But yes. I almost commented at my wife on a picture of Lucy the other day. And I was like, people aren't going to get that I'm being ironic. Mm. And I can't do it. 
because she has like thousands of followers. I was like, they're just gonna see it and be like, she's dating some some corny guy. She's dating some really cool guy who likes good bits. <laughs> some fu- some funny dude who's throwing out Borat lines in 2022. I mean, Borat is it's funny again on like a minute by minute basis. I think I'm right. back in currently at this exact moment in time. And I mean. Summer movie season is really heating up. I was saying this on Instagram the other day. Oh, hell yeah. You can go to the theater right now and see such <laughs> blockbusters as <laughs> Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris, a movie starring <laughs> the woman who played uh, his sister in Phantom Thread. I guess she's having like a Meryl Streep-like, like playing a gal, gallivanting about town. I don't even remember who that is. Run... I can't remember her name either, which is fucked up. And also playing is Where the Crawdads Sing. I kind of want to see that. What do you think? I think you're lying <laughs> when you say that. Lucy just started reading the book. Apparently it's a good book, but I is can't it? read, so I would have to see it. That's just such like a boring title. Like, do you want to go see When the Crawdads Sing? It's actually a sequel to Midnight in the Switchgrass. I don't know if you knew that. Oh. From random friend of the show, Randall Emmett. <gasps> Hey, speaking of those, I had another one come out the other day. Hold on, let me find the title for it. It was a real fucking... I was on the set for two days. They paid me a mil a day. That's what's called my quote. Two mil. Doozy. Oh, yeah. A little picture called uh, Wrong Place. Me and Ashley Green. Sometimes with my dementia, my wife finds me in the okay. wrong places okay. in the house because I don't know where real. I'm going. You made it too real. Now, Bruce, you're upsetting Bruce. I'm in tears. I just made in my pants. You oh, got to clean no. me up. I'm a dirty boy. Bruce, I will happily clean up your mess and your pants. Your, I'm in the you, wrong place. You made place. some incredible pictures. You made the Die Hard movies and Pulp Fiction. I'll clean up your diet. Apparently, you never saw uh, any of my the last 14 movies I've made in the last 18 months. I haven't, but we've had a lot of fun. Uh, Where the Crawdads Sings. Talking about them. Also, I heard that uh, there are no crawdads in this movie. What the fuck is a crawdad? I don't know. Try these crawdads. You're going to love them. Wow. But Is it a seafood? Not only do they not sing, they're not even in the movies. So. What? Talk about misleading titles. Um, I feel betrayed. I do too. And Helen Mirren was in the news recently saying she wishes <laughs> her and Vin Diesel kissed in Fast 9. Fucking, I would fucking... I thought the exact same thing when they were on screen together. I was like, they should fuck. I'd fuck Helen Mirren. Like, I'm sorry, Letty. This is something going on between me and uh, Helen Mirren who plays Hobbs and Shaw's mother. We got like this electric chemistry. Would you fuck Helen Mirren? Yeah, I would. Why okay. not, right? Yeah. I think it would be a great time for all involved. She's all right. You hear that, Helen? She's a fan. She's in. I can't remember one movie she's in other than The Fast and the Furious. <laughs> I mean, yeah, once you're in the family, That's nothing it. else matters. Was she in The Wife? <laughs> uh, no, you're thinking of Glenn Close, your other favorite uh Actress. Octogenarian babes. Yes, yes, yes. In on them. Speaking mm. of octogenarians, Steven Spielberg uh, just directed his first ever music video. Oh, the God, other oh, jeez. Guess what band he directed a music video for? R.E.M. <laughs> yeah, their big comeback <laughs> video. Guar. Um, <laughs> um, Dragon Force. Ben Folds 5. I mean, I wish. He directed a music video for Marcus Mumford. I don't know who that is. Of Mumford and Sons. Oh, God. 
Are they yeah. the ones who sing that song? It's like. <laughs> I think so. And I think I'm probably in on that cut. May I ask, it is. what do you like about them? I mean, that banjo? They, had, they were like everywhere for a, what's that one song? They were everywhere for I a will good wait. two years. Yeah. I think they were part of that like weird uh, hey ho music revolution. Shitty music in revolution. The early, the early little 2010s. lion man. Was that the their big? Cut? That's not a great one. Don't play that one. That'll. That's not a great. Do uh, not play little lion man. No, that's okay. A that makes me want to play it even more. Fuck. Fuck. This was like their vibe though. This kind of cut. I was kind of in on. Them. But yeah, I guess uh, Steven Spielberg was impressed enough to uh, direct his first ever music video for the singer's new solo project. I guess Mumford lost the sons. I'm gonna shut this. I, I didn't. You were right about that being a bad yeah, song. It's, it's not the right one. And also, this guy uh, is married to Carrie Mulligan, friend of the show. I feel like that's worth From mentioning. Promising young woman. Exactly. I just popped on that P pretty badly. Um, I liked that movie. Was a and she was good in Drive. Yes. With friend of the show, Ryan Gosling. No doubt, no doubt. I, uh, yeah, we'll see how that music video is, I guess. Do you we... see uh, Oprah's father is dead? Oprah. Richie um, Cunningham. You're telling me Oprah's father is dead? Yes. Wow. So we're going to have to. Wow. I know. It's tough. Jesus fucking Christ. I feel like Oprah's in her 70s, right? So her father still being alive is a win. Yeah, she's been keeping you know? him alive with like dough injections. I wouldn't, yeah. In like South Park like fashion. I mean, you fucking hate to hear it. Oprah is also a fan. She's listening, and I wish I had better words of wisdom to uh, mm. console her in this moment. And while we're in the sad corner, mm. uh, Jimmy Fallon and the sneaker brand Mischief are releasing awesome. a sneaker. Oh, that's awesome. The shoe is awesome, guys. And it's. It's as ugly as you would imagine. No, it's awesome. It's called like the Gobstopper or something. I don't know if it's a chocolate factory <laughs> reference, but. It's so awesome. Does he, he say awesome a lot? I've actually does. never watched his show. That's his whole thing. He loves everything. That drunk dud. <laughs> <laughs> That's the big rumors. He's like a big lush. Everybody says. It's pretty easy to think everything's awesome when you're shit canned all the time, Jimmy. Hey. And you fell backwards into a career you don't deserve doing like two of the coolest jobs ever. Like, oh, you were like an SNL cast member. At, like, I know, it was awesome. When it did really well. And awesome. then you kind of just like fell upwards into a late night talk show yeah. that's run for two decades. Yeah, nobody ever talks about me or watches my show, but hey, I'll just do this. He'll never get canceled either. And I don't know why. People love how accessible he is. Yeah, I feel like at this point, ratings don't even matter. Or if they do, like... Yeah, I feel like they'll just let him go until but he... What's even the metric anymore? Like, no is idea. there even a Nielsen box anymore? Not that that was ever super accurate, but what's like, what do they base that on? Mm. I have no clue. So he'll just be working until he's dead. Yeah, I don't do any... I don't touch any of the late night shows. I'm out on all of them. The, um... <laughs> yeah, except for Jay Leno. I want the Jay Leno show to come back. You know what? I love Leno. <laughs> God. Fucked up maniac. Friend of the show, how are you? Do you listen? He doesn't. Okay, fuck. I wish he did, though. Scott, if you're listening, yeah. you owe me a massage. And I think we talked uh, briefly at some point about the fact that this is, uh, there's a Godzilla spinoff series coming to Apple TV+. Plus. 
They just announced Who's directing that? Do we know? Casting. Director-wise, I'm not sure. Mm. Not the guy who did the movie. Probably uh, some other rascal. Mm. But in the cast, Kurt Russell and his <laughs> son, Wyatt Russell, have been cast in this series playing like the younger and older version of the same character. For people unaware, and oh. if it's not obvious enough, uh, Wyatt, Wyatt Russell is Kurt Russell's son. He's the guy who played like the toasty guy in Everybody Wants Some and that FX show Lodge 49 that nobody on earth exi- watched. I was going to say, those are, two, th- those are two properties I'm not familiar with. Brother, get familiar with properties. Lodge 49, huh? Yeah, I never a, even heard of that. Actually, it wasn't FX. It was AMC. Oof. Yeah, I watched like the AMC part. or AMC Plus. Both. I feel like AMC, like AMC Plus. It was before AMC Plus was a big okay. thing, and it like aired proper. Yes, but yeah, that's what my question was. It's um, probably on there now. Two seasons, if you want to check it out. Folks. I it like. I like Godzilla. I'm not like a huge like hero monster movie guy, mm. notably. But I have like certain weird pockets that I dig, like Venom, Batman, Godzilla. That's my three big three. <laughs> That's your Mount Rushmore, pretty much. <laughs> movie monsters. Fucking Godzilla rules, and uh, King Kong is up there too. I'd like to see you make your passion project: Venom versus Godzilla versus whatever the other Batman. one was. Batman <laughs> versus Batman. So is it? It's it, for me. It would probably be Christian Bale Batman versus. Swear to me. Versus ninety-eight Godzilla. What am I supposed to do against Godzilla? <laughs> With Matthew Broderick. Oh, fuck. And um, I don't know. Venom is, is still Tom Hardy. There's been no one else. But it's... No, that would be if we threw the Topher Grace Spider-Man 3 Venom. Wow. In, that'd be pretty fucked up. I disagree. <laughs> we got Topher in there. Topher Grace reprising his role in Traffic would be better for me. Wow. I mean, Where are the drugs? He's one Where of the are greats. they? That, uh, that would be my favorite movie of all time, immediately. Yeah, Godzilla meets... Batman and Venom I legit, versus... I legit loved uh, Godzilla versus Kong. I thought for what that movie was, that was like... Exactly we watched that here, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was decent. Yeah. That was an I early that. COVID uh, yes. premiere. Yes. I think it also came out in theaters. Actually, not early. That was like middle COVID. But yeah, we'll watch that Godzilla show. We'll watch anything. The fans... Oh, I have big... The biggest news of the day Hit was... Me. I believe it was two days ago. 18 years ago... Wow. The greatest television show ever created premiered on HBO. Oh, yeah. So we actually have uh, creator Doug Ellen in the chill zone tonight to wow. talk to us about the show. So, Doug, um, when you created Entourage, did you oh, no. know how important it was going to be as a show? Oh, no. Am I Doug? <laughs> yes. Fuck. You're, don't break character. You're Doug. Okay. Yeah. Do any I- voice you want. No one knows his voice. Yeah, when I created Entourage, I knew it was going to be the biggest show of all time, and then it was, and that just kind of was that. Would you say that creating Entourage was as important as the Beatles to media? More so. Okay, cool. And yeah, I mean, if the Beatles were still alive, they'd be begging for a reboot to the HBO head honchos on Instagram, just like I am. I'm wondering, how were you able to get all those cameos? Was it everyone just knew how kick-ass and sick Entourage was and they signed right up? Yes, that and also uh, how cool I am Mm. and uh, the fact that I wrote every episode (laughs) 
even to the detriment of the quality of the show, beginning towards the end of season two and lasting till the end of the run. And through the You're movie. admitting as the creator that the end the that four seasons of your show were no good? Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Thank you again for coming by. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and move on. Thanks. All right, I gotta go. Bye. All right, Doug. Have a great night. Wow. Congratulations on your yeah. new baby. We're the Doug Allen sounds kind of just like me, but it's... you just doing no voice at all. <laughs> I appreciate you answering the questions at least. That was good. I was like, I love springing like an impression on you. Like, hey, can you do your Obama? And you're just like, huh? Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, can I say, uh, Doug Allen? Uh, your performance on this podcast was significantly more interesting than anything I have ever said in a podcast with Bruce Willis or Bruce Springsteen. Same yep. thing. They two mil. I also do a pod with Bruce Willis. It's uh, <laughs> pretty good. The president and and the lunatic. It's called two mil. <laughs> the pod. I think we're hitting our stride. And that's Peter. <laughs> you're go. You're slipping into Joe Swanson. Peter. Fuck. He's right. Even better. But, uh, what else did I see in the news that was giving me a laugh? I saw this the other day. <laughs> <laughs> They're releasing the film Johnny Monomic, which barely exists. It's a 90s. How do you say it? Is it Monomic? That's Mnemonic? part of it. I'm probably saying it wrong. Demonic? You're probably also saying it wrong. I'm definitely saying it wrong. It's a Keanu Reeves Dolph Lundgren movie from the mid 90s that's for some reason getting a black and white Blu ray 4K release. Safe. Which just gave me a big laugh. Like, there's a bunch of stuff that's not even like available on anything. But this movie, for some reason, is getting a black and white, crisp, like state of the art uh, release in 4K, and that amused me. And maybe we should watch it in black and white. See if it like. I've never seen it, so fine. See, if we'll it watch that instead of the Gray Man. Yeah, I'm sure the people will love it. The Black and White Man. Johnny Monomic. And also, I saw this. This kind of gave me pause the other day. A new show on Fox and Hulu called Claim to Fame, co-hosted by siblings Kevin and Frankie Jonas. Oh. There's another Jonas? There is. Frankie? I have a reveal. Fenway Frankie Jonas? I have a big reveal. What, you're a fucking Frankie Jonas guy? I am actually the fourth Jonas. Oh, wow. No, the reveal is that this show, they conveniently snuck this in after The Bachelorette. Mm. And I've been watching, this is how fucked up of, of oh, a guy I am. Oh, my God. I've been watching The Bachelorette. Normally, we'll wait a day and watch it on Hulu with no commercials, but we needed it so bad that we downloaded the ABC app. Huh. So that we could watch it live with commercials. Oh. So we're committing to over 40 minutes of commercials and... ABC can it streams the live channel, so it'll you can't wow. pause it, you can't fast forward or rewind, and if once the show wow. ends, it rolls into it's just like a it's like a, watching an old TV, so it'll stream right into the next thing. I can't. I'm and trying I, to think of how to illustrate to the fans how big of a deal this is. Have I, you ever watched a TV show under these circumstances? In this, the closest I've come is when we watch Married at First Sight and Ninety Day Fiance, respectively, on the ninety. Day, I'm sorry, on the TLC app for 90 Day and the Lifetime app for MAFS. Sick fuck. <laughs> Those come with a lot of commercials packed in, like tons. Like you'll watch an hour show and it'll be an hour and 35 minutes of like straight. Because towards the end, they'll, they'll show eight ads in a row. My God. Sometimes they'll, sh they'll do that thing where they do the double ad buy and it'll be the same commercial two times yes. in a row. 
That's a big thing of why the Hulu ads suck. They'll give you the same block of ads, everything. They're like forcing you to get the ad-free version yes. just by being irritating. Yeah, I, I got Hulu for free with my cell phone, like with Disney Plus and Hulu. And I was like, cool. And then I realized it was the ad version of Hulu. So I spent two hours on the phone with Verizon. Huh. And then I honestly think I spoke with Hulu customer service Hulu. to like switch over my plan to like cover the 699 that would be the free who the ad version and then i throw in an extra six to cover no ads wow and i'm afraid to touch it because if it gets fucked up i have to pay the full 12.99 and i don't yeah. want to do that it's like uh maybe i'll stop watching claim to fame and i'll just uh let this fade that disney abc property yeah but yeah new jonas brother just dropped i uh the beef jonas this floored me the uh, you seen this? You heard about this? <laughs> you actually hit up the fans on Instagram with a fun question. Uh, I did. What movie would you pick to watch for the first time again? You want to read them off? Yeah, I mean, or if you, you got, want, I got them. Yeah, yeah, I don't them up. I thought that, I saw thing. that on uh, friend of the show Jim Cummings, the director of Thunder Road, director and star, I should say, friend of the show, Homecoming. Very much a friend of the show. Responds to me on Instagram. Hey, buddy, what maybe up? you're listening. Ooh. The question is, we will be removing one movie from your memory, allowing you to watch it fresh. Have you made your selection? It's like a little car <gasps> excuse me, cartoon. The the things I got were Get Out, mm. which I thought was a an interesting choice given today is the premiere of Nope. Yeah. Which we'll talk about. Uh, uh some genius slash uh film aficionado said the movie Gotti from Kevin Connolly. <laughs> oh, interesting. 2018's Gotti. Wow, someone real smart cookie mm. picked that one. Some like clear cinephile. Yeah, I feel similarly about that. I would Agreed. like to Eternal Sunshine Gotti out of my mind so I could go in fresh. I would for different reasons. Uh, <laughs> someone else said A Star is Born and The Bodyguard. Wow. Which are both movies that you could probably watch them again and it wouldn't change yeah. either way. Someone's got a type. They love uh, movies about babes crooning and... Some guy coming guys, to their rescue. Yeah, and or vice kind of sing. Does Costner sing in The Bodyguard? Um, no, but he does uh, help... I was going to make a Whitney Houston <laughs> dead joke and I'm just like not in the mood. That'd be a fun ending if like he had to sing for some reason and that was the big finish. Is he wearing a cowboy hat? He is. Good, good. And he's singing about how powerful the Yellowstone universe is. <laughs> and it brings Whitney Houston back to life. Somebody said The Terminator. That's interesting. I don't know if they meant one or two, but two would be the one I'd need. Yeah. I think two is leagues yeah. better than one, but one's also one's nothing cool. to sneeze at. Two's better, though. That's a very cool answer. Whoever said that is cool. Uh, Halloween in all caps. Buddy. Not sure who would have sent that. I'm not sure either. Maybe uh, maybe yeah. they went meant Halloween ends. I don't know, Ugh. which and, I can't wait for. I mean, I'm gonna see it, but I think it looks bad. I ignored and the trailer at uh, the theater today. It looks silly. They're having a showdown where it's like Jamie Lee Curtis and Michael Myers. They might as well be in like a wrestling ring. Like the, he's like trying to put her hand in the fucking sink. Uh, Thing. Why do they keep wheeling out Jamie Lee Curtis? Yeah, like, I don't know. I was into the first one a little bit. Halloween Kills was a fucking dud. And this <coughs> new one looks like they're going to go out. They're going to end this quote-unquote saga with a, a fucked-up whimper. But I don't know. Maybe it'll be good. We'll mm. see it with Parsons and hope for the best. Yes, hello. 
Yeah, Parsons, you're gonna have to book that weekend now or that Friday night. Friday night. Fuck you, baby. That was like Ed Parsons voice combined. Um, Do we have any more? Uh, oh, Goodfellas. First time Somebody said Goodfellas. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, I remember the first time I watched Goodfellas. Yeah, I'm trying. It was to on think. a bus. What is? To a, to lacrosse camp, they put Goodfellas on the on the. They have you know buses have like the TVs above every seat. Mm. They were like, let's watch Goodfellas, and I was like. Was I think like, I was like 13 and I'd never seen it before. Was it unedited? Yes. That's pretty cool. It was a D, it was a DVD, I believe. Hmm. Karen, I'm, I'm pretty sure that was out. the first time I ever watched it. Yeah. That's dope. The um I'm trying to think of something I've like seen the most that I'd like to like watch fresh because maybe I'm sick of it. Yeah, maybe Dogma. <laughs> the Kevin Smith vehicle that I haven't seen in like 14 years. Although we were having a laugh about that uh, central air bit the other day. The AC thing? Yeah. Mm. Dogma's not a bad movie. I like all of Kevin Smith's movies. Every single one. Wow. Even uh, Yoga Hosers? That's real bad. Yeah. (laughs) I did enjoy Red State and Tusk, though, which is apparently an unpopular opinion that I've voiced many times here on the program. They're, They're... I was going to say interesting. They're not that. They're original films. I'll give them that. And they're mildly interesting in pop. I didn't realize he did Tusk with A24. Yeah, yeah. They like to like, that's one they yeah. try to like keep like, man, we didn't really do that one. Just forget, forget about that. It, it does not pop up very often. Speaking of film snobs, this mm. is a real segue. Letterboxd just hit 1 billion films watched. Wow. Which I think is pretty neat. I think we're a big chunk of that. <laughs> We're like a full, a full percentage of uh, of their watching. That I've been like slacking on Letterbox lately. I need um, to be better about watching stuff. Like in terms of not like watching stuff and not logging it, or not no, watching stuff at all. That one, okay. like I always Same, log stuff. Really. Although I think I did forget something the other day. But I've just been like my numbers are down movie wise, mm. like big time. Did you and forget to give Nope a point five? I didn't, but did you see my review? Uh, I did not. Cue it up right now. Okay. You'll, you'll have a laugh. It was. Can I read it or is it a spoiler? No, read it. It was right. custom tailored for you. You said the movies. Saving my thoughts for the podcast because Ank will be mad if he sees my review before he sees the movie. Yeah. That's true. Mm. If, if you had said, <laughs> if I saw some glowing review, I would have whipped my phone across the room. That would have, exactly. en- that would have enraged me. Mm. You... The thing about us and our friendship that's so beautiful to me is I can get so angry when I'm watching a movie that I know you loved and I hate. And I just like it, just like I feel the hate coursing through me and I get so mad. But also when I see a movie that I know you're going to love that we're going to agree on, I get like Mm. little girl excited. Like you got to watch it. I did have a big laugh and I agree with that. But earlier when you were like, not loving nope halfway through <laughs> you just sound like i feel like you loved this i had a like real big laugh at that just picture you being like oh fuck i hate this did Scott you picture me stewing i did you like just fucking stewing in the theater imagining me enjoying it it's a good bit oh yeah i was enraged but we're gonna get into that later we in are. our review chunk so did you want to talk about the emmys at all i did actually mm. i'm curious as to those noms that um let me cue up the list here because i think it was a fucked up kind of uh list 
as you might imagine. Okay, here we go. Mm. Let's talk. We'll talk about the biggies, the uh, drama series for the Emmys, which is uh, you know the big TV awards. Even though I feel like nobody, you know, they're kind of like a bit at this point. Does anyone watch them? I remember when they like kind of met. I mean, there was always sort of a running joke about Emmys being sort of a joke, like when yeah. you put them under the same microscope as the Oscars, but. I feel I like know. maybe that's the Golden Globes. Maybe people do take the Emmy seriously because it is like right. the, the TV awards. I guess if you're going to be a TV guy, you got to take a look see. But drama series, they do like eight nominees there, which is weird. Too many. Yeah, too many. Pick four. I, I like five. I like to have whittled down to five because that's what they do for the actors. It's like every category should have five. That should be the number. But. The nominees are Better Call Saul, which is in its final season and really cooking with gas at this moment. I've tried three times to get into that. I want to be a Better Call Saul guy so bad. I just It's like The Wire. It just defeats me. There's only like four episodes left. It is so fucking good right now. I can't even... I got caught up the other day. It was just like... I, it's so good. With this uh, reveal of that being Emmy nominated, are you telling me that you, Monty, and maybe a few million other people actually watch this show? I thought mm. it was just the two of you. I mean, that's what it feels like, but I can't believe nobody else is on board. It's as good as Breaking Bad. Get in there. The other nominees, Euphoria, getting a nomination for Best Drama Series. I am a big Euphoria guy. Yes. I don't think, or maybe it did get nominated for its first season, but... Became a real uh, smash hit in its second season. Yeah, it definitely took off this season yeah. with like Eric Dane doing that work. I thought he did a really nice job. And it was a, it just everybody kind of just yeah. went an extra mile, I it, guess you could say. It is an interesting program. And a lot of people watch it. So HBO, that's like their big thing. And mm. I wouldn't be surprised if it won something. I think Sydney Sweeney's actually up for uh, best jugs oh, that's 2022, awesome. and I mean she's a lock. What's that movie where you can see him like Eagle Eye Two? Or? <laughs> it's called uh, The Voyeurs on Amazon Prime. Hell yeah! And very watchable for that reason oh, and yeah. that reason alone. The other nominees for best drama series: Ozark on Netflix getting a nomination in its final season, that is now on Netflix. Seen, I mean, not the best season for that show. I get that it's Emmy nominated. I think they're just like, yeah, like you guys did okay. Like here's a nomination. Like it won't win, but I'm drawing a blank. That was the fourth or third? Fourth. Mm. Fourth and final. Okay. They split up into two parts. That's why it right. gets all murky. And uh, Squid Game got a nomination for its big uh, runaway smash hit first season i never got into that show everyone else seemed to i didn't like it that much i didn't really we get... also watched it dubbed which is so dumb i should have just sucked it up and read the goddamn show i tried it subtitled and i i might even try it again at some point it just didn't grab me i wasn't i didn't get into it you should start moment. telling people about it like nah no wait, wait six months and yeah. then like it has to be before the second season comes out you seen this squid yeah. game thing <laughs> you guys hear about this yeah. people are like yeah i watched that like a year ago <laughs> like uh yeah and let me just plow through the rest of these nominees. Severance, the Apple TV, Ben Stiller directed okay. Adam Scott show that I still need to finish and enjoyed very much. Got a nomination. And also Stranger Things for its fourth season. Succession for its third season. And Yellow Jackets 
for its first season, which is a, a show I believe Ank got into somewhat recently. Mm. And how do you feel about the omission of Yellowstone in the Best Drama Series Emmy category? I understand. Do you? I mean, I don't, mm. but I think that I don't, I don't, Yellowstone's not an award winning kind of show. It's very like right wing leaning in the sense that okay. like it's the West, it's guns, it's like mm. violent criminal kind of, it just, it's not the kind of show that would be at the, in the conversation for awards. Yeah. It would be like giving an award to, I don't know. I, I was trying to think, come up with a good movie example. I can't really, but yeah, like, it's. I feel like the Emmys used to like nominate all the boring things that mm. they were like, these are the best shows and like. We don't care if they're the cool picks. And now they try to pick things that are cool, like Stranger Things or Best Drama. It's like, does anyone really think this is like the best drama on TV <laughs> this season? I don't know. I haven't finished it. And there are worse shows. But uh, they sneak in some stuff to be like, we're cool. We're hip. We watched Euphoria. We give Euphoria <laughs> awards, kids. Well, Check you know why Euphoria is getting the nomination? It's that woke vote. Yeah, probably. But what are they going to not give it to the show with the trans character on it? Yeah. Everybody would make a stink with the big arc about the guy who's gay, the closeted gay father. And true, true. It's one of the best shows on TV, so I don't have a problem with it. But oh, yeah. And it probably deserves it. It's it, just. It does, but it's. I like you know, lost my point halfway through and was scrambling. It felt. But, it feel, I get what you're trying to say. It feels telegraphed. Yeah. But let's go on to the comedy series nominees. Uh, Abbott Elementary on ABC, which is... That a, doesn't exist. I hear it's very charming and fun. I've never seen it. I, uh, it's on Hulu if it's on ABC, but I can't speak to it. I've heard many people say it's good, though. Barry on HBO, which just finished a Hell yeah. home run season three. I say give it to Barry. Mm-hmm. For this. Even though Monty thinks it was too scary. Hmm. Which it was at times. Mm. A lot of HBO shows. Kirby Enthusiasm also getting nominated for its uh, 11th season. Hacks for season two. Hacks is so good. And Curb was so good. Yeah. Curb was one of the best seasons it's ever had, I thought. Which is insane for this far in. That was the Vince Vaughn season. That had like several eps that were like all timers. Him and and fucking Larry David are such a duo. I I don't don't know why we're we're a duo suddenly. But it works. Sneaky duo. And The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which still exists. I watched that for... That's a comedy? I guess. That's one like Barry where it's like, this should probably be in drama, but who cares? I used to watch that show and got sick of it. And the other nominees for Best Comedy, Only Murders in the Building, which is in season two on Hulu. I still need to watch that. No, Um, you don't. I'm behind in this. That was a fun show that I enjoyed season one of more than I thought I would. This is the Steve Martin, Martin Short, Selena Gomez vehicle for people who forgot. It's I, I can't speak to season two, but I liked season one, and I'll get in there eventually once I remember how to watch things. Ted Lasso getting nominated for comedy series that'll probably win. <laughs> People love, aren't you a Ted Lasso guy? Didn't I tried to be? Didn't he get his hooks in you? That fucking everyman rascal. I guess not. And also, what we do in the shadows, which gets my vote. I think that should win. Ank's also a big fan. He just doesn't like to talk about it. And let me just cruise through the limited series real quick. Uh, 
a lot of Hulu centric. Hulu like owns this category. Limited series nominees: Dope Sick, which is the show about the opioid crisis, starring Michael Keaton and others. I think you watched the entirety of it. And I did. It's very good. Michael Keaton absolutely deserves a nod for that. He deserves a nod for everything he touches. Keaton's a fucking legend. And also, The Dropout got nominated, which you also watched that. And I think that was great too. I might have to watch these Emmys. I'm such a TV guy now. I know. Like I watched almost all of the Inventing Anna on Netflix. Yep. Did you watch that? That doesn't deserve to win. Okay. That was very, very, very Shonda Rhimes, which we, I don't mean that in a positive way. You watched every show nominated for limited series. You watched those, and mm-hmm. also Pam and Tommy. On sure Hulu. did. That might win. I think that should win. That was pretty good. I didn't love it, but I will say I enjoyed it, and I watched the entirety of it, which I can't say for a lot of other. Shows for posterity, I think Dope Sick should win in the sense that, like, that was probably the most important thing to tackle. Mm. But I don't know. <coughs> and rounding out the nominees in limited series, The White Lotus on HBO. Oh, wow, I watched that too. I love that show, it was good. I like that they're doing it again with a different crew on a different island. I think that's interesting. Smart Mike White is doing it. I think uh, Michael Imperioli is like the lead of. Him getting that season. HBO work again. I like that. I, I was really hoping he'd do another Stu Unger story. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what was that called? Tilt? <laughs> Tilt. It was called High Roller. The, <laughs> Good pull. The Stu Unger story. I feel like I own that on DVD. Yeah. But I mean, those are all the biggies. We don't want to go through actors, do we? No. Unless we do, we yeah. do not. That's, that's a whole You did the do. good stuff. Yeah. But I mean, Variety Talk series. I can't believe there's any nominees. <laughs> For such a category. Mm. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah is getting nominated. I'm going to go. For him, like, doing a a supersized episode from his house that just has no jokes at all. I don't know. Jimmy Kimmel Live, John Oliver, moving along. <laughs> Competition programs. No one watches any of these. You've been smooching with everybody. I can't... They, they have, like, a bunch of new categories. Like, television movie. This didn't used to be a category. Ray Donovan the movie was nominated for that. I'm pulling for <laughs> I'm pulling for Ray Donovan colon the movie to win best television Ray movie. Ray Donovan the movie was so bad. Yeah, I mean, it would have to be. The show was, like, kind of a joke. The fact that they were like, let's make a movie. <laughs> the movie. Showtime's just like, yeah, sure. You know what, dude? You get your movie. Boom. Boom, bang. It, it was it was bad. It was not some, good at all. It's got some uh, cutthroat competition though <laughs> in this category. Uh, it's up against Reno Nine One One, the hunt for QAnon on Paramount. That Plus. exists. Yeah, it does. Evidently, that happened. The woman from Reno Nine One One is in this new show we started watching on Hulu called Maggie, hmm. which is a show about a woman who is a psychic. What the the blonde one? Yeah, yeah. She's funny. She's sassy. She was in Bridesmaids. She has bits. The, I can't remember her name. Um, I'm rude. I can't Fuck. remember it either. She is funny, though. Not on Maggie. Fuck. Maggie's not funny at all, even though I think it thinks it is to, in a charming way. Mm. I do love it, though, unconventionally. Doing, like, the Marge voice with some Maggie stuff. <laughs> I'm fucking out to lunch. Ooh, malaria zone. Oh, That's where all the explorers shop. An image. Little women. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that no, episode I'm... where Mo dated Marge. <laughs> Sounds like a hot one. And yeah, these, I hate the amount of nominees these categories get. 
because Variety Sketch Series only has two nom- uh, nominees, A Black Lady Sketch Show and Saturday Night Live. So, like, what's... There are other sketch series. It's insulting that some categories get eight, this only gets two. Am I still talking? You okay, are. Okay, we're done with the Emmys. I feel no... I, I don't feel compelled to mention any of this other stuff. Although Variety Special, Dave Chappelle The Closer, up against Norm MacDonald for Nothing Special... That I'm going to say Dave release? Chappelle. What if they give Wait, to no, Norm, not- though, for posthumous power and poignancy? I did not like the Norm dead special. I thought it was depressing and weird. Yeah, I didn't finish it because it was making me very sad. Like, he's dead. But and he knew good. he was going to be dead. And he just, like, filmed some half-baked thing at home. And it just... It would be the equivalent of, like, finding somebody's suicide note after mm. they're gone. And it's like, I know he didn't kill himself, but you're like, just, it's not going to make you feel better. I think he planned for it to be released, but still it's, it's a weird, like it's him talking into his computer screen. It's weird and sad, but it's funny. And I'll finish it at some point when I'm not. Uh, oh, you don't think, he, okay. I guess it. that does change the frame of it a little bit. If he knew. Yeah. It was like planned. Like he, it wasn't like fucked up and they cobbled together. Like he was like, I'm dying. No, that's what I'm sad. saying. That's yeah. why it's fucked up. Because he was like, I'm dying. Here's my special. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. That, and then that is what... Then you're right. <sighs> also, I'm learning here that Stanley Tucci has a show called Stanley Tucci colon Searching for Italy, and it's Emmy nominated. Yeah, they pro they do a lot of promos for that. It's like him just futzing around like Florence <laughs> eating pasta with his stupid glasses. I think that should win. I think that should sweep every category. And also the fact that the world, according to Jeff Goldblum, is nominated for an Emmy. Yes. Sam, delete all this. The Emmys are a sham and they mean nothing. Yes. I'm weird. Yes. And uh, that's enough of the Emmys. We're moving along. And what else did you have in the news this week? Aside from the fact that the bear, Um, our our favorite... uh, Hulu show at the moment got renewed for a second season. Saw that coming. They started the Alex Jones Sandy Hook trial, which I love. I don't know anything about it because I haven't read enough, but I'm really looking forward to him getting in trouble for saying that. I'm watching The Bear. I think it's terrific. (laughs) Very authentic. I used to work in a kitchen. They really nailed the authenticity. But yes, yes, yes. I just I think he's just the best, and I love seeing his face pop up on like ABC News, like he's a normal person. Is his face red when he pops oh, up yeah. on these programs? Just big bloated beer face with his just man tits. Uh, he's the best. No, I, and this is some local news, actually, big Ooh. stuff. Um, Dana McLeod, twenty-eight-year-old um, resident of Kingston, Massachusetts, Friend of the show, was caught the other day at the Kingston movie theater pleasuring himself in the middle of a movie by children. So wow. one can only assume, given that it was the weekend that Rise of Gru came out, oh. that this this 28-year-old man yeah. bought a ticket to Rise of Gru, went to go see it alone, <laughs> and jerked off in the theater with I children mean, around him. It's not impossible that I could have been in this theater, not doing that, of mm. course, but like watching a, a children's movie. You like, shh. Yeah, being like, wait, is someone jerking off in here? It would, be gonna... be, it would be better if there was like you in one row, a crew of gentle minions guys doing a bit in the row behind you, <laughs> that guy beating in front of you, and then like all children surrounding. Yeah, like them, the gentle minions guys are like <laughs> building like a shield around me so I can beat covertly. 
The like lean stormtroopers. Nothing better than a public beat. Yeah. That's, well, like a like a Braveheart style where it's like the arrows are coming down and they're surrounding you. The arrows it. being the yes. children's eyes. <laughs> and we will fight in the shade. Some 300 stuff. <laughs> Speaking of fucked up shit involving children, uh, how about that Ricky Martin stuff? Do you have that in your news this uh, week? I do, and we talked about it. I believe it's been going on for the past two, three weeks. And the, the funny part about that is that it was just some like deranged nephew of his that like made. I believe he made the whole thing up. Some deranged guest. Oh wait, is that a with a is gun? This, is this fake news? I mean, it's, it was in court, and Ricky Martin could have faced 50 years in prison, and it was all stuff that was really happening, but oh, okay. allegedly he's fully innocent, and this was just like some mentally oh, okay. unsound relative. All right, Sam, delete it all, throw the allegedly's in there. I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, I just you never know somewhere. about Ricky Martin. He is doing whatever he can to yeah. grasp at relevancy. Remember when he came out in like 2017, and everyone was like, yeah, uh, so number one, you're not relevant anymore. Number two, everybody's gay. No one gives a shit. Yeah. Number three, you haven't put out a, a song in 11 years. That is funny when someone does that and it gets no traction. Because, yeah, that used to be a way to, like, rebuild your career. So I'm like, yeah. like I'll come out and then I'll, like, get some roles. It'll be a whole thing. And Lance Bass got on the cover of People magazine. He's done, like, seven. I think he did, like, Dancing with the Stars and then, like, seven reality to show hosting type things since. Yeah. It is funny, the idea of someone doing that and everyone just being like, who fucking cares? Like, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Like, no comment. See you out there. Speaking of fucking no comment, see you out there. Uh, that new Fletch movie starring John Hamm as Fletch that exists for some reason Ugh. is... Isn't that filming here? It's in select theaters. I think it did film somewhat around here. But it's coming out in select theaters and on demand on Showtime? On the same time, or in this, actually, it comes out in theaters on September 16th, and then it's on Showtime in October, it says. Okay. But the fact that Showtime's, like, in the mix with them gives this, like, a, a turkey-type feeling. Gives it a bit of a stink, yeah. I am a big Showtime guy, as you know. Yeah. But, but like, I'm, Dexter, New Blood, and then this? Yeah. Is this, that the lineup? <laughs> Is this going to be like a Ray Donovan the movie type thing, or is this a real movie? Like, what's. I don't really remember the Fletch movies. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like nobody gives a care about the Chevy Chase Fletch movies. I've seen part of one of them, and it left no impression on me whatsoever. That's one of those movies that, like, there's probably a guy, like, roughly our dad's age somewhere, punching the air. Hmm. Because I don't think that... You'd be like, Fletch is the one. <clears throat> but I like, love Fletch. How about if we're talking about Chevy Chase, like Caddyshack, mm. he was very good. And That's yeah, kind of where my Chevy Chase buck stops. I guess I'm open to the idea of Fletch and mm. someone new playing Fletch. I don't really know what his bit is. He's like a con artist. He's always pretending to be someone else. I think that's like his shtick. I haven't seen it in years. I have no fucking idea. But... I like the idea of John Hamm wowing us in a feature film. I believe I said on the podcast that I think he was good for the first time ever in a movie in Top Gun Maverick recently. Uh, yeah, I don't think he was bad in that. I think before that, I think he didn't work in anything except Mad Men. Every he, time they put him in a movie, it was just like, this is weird. Oh, he sticks out like a sore thumb in the town. And Baby Driver, it's like, what the fuck is John Hamm doing in this movie playing like a gangster? <laughs> this fucking just doesn't work, even a little bit. 
<laughs> that haircut was cool though. It was a cool cut. Um, what else? I can I take you to the sports corner really quickly? I would love that. Okay. I don't even feel like doing this. <laughs> I mean, you could. I don't even want to be around anymore. <laughs> you don't have to if you don't want to. All right, man. <laughs> a sad sports. You're corner? gonna want to take him out. All I'm, right. I'm sadly taking my very soft dick out. Nice and it's, soft. It's not hard at all. All right, man. Fuck. Gymnast Simone Bilas was uh, Getting a little confused hard. with a 20, or I'm sorry, was on an airplane, and a guy came up to her on the airplane and offered her a coloring book. Fully hard now. Because they thought she was a child. Oh. I'm hard as a rock. And she's really 25, and that's it. So stay tuned for more uh, sports news, and uh, take your medication, and I'll see oh. you next week. Put your dick away. <laughs> okay, it's back in the pants. Whatever happened with that gal on that team who's, like, stuck in Russia or something? Um, I believe happening? they kicked her apart. Oh, they kicked, they kicked her, her apart. apart. Oh, did she, um... <laughs> She actually was making love like an eagle falling uh, out of the sky, and uh, that was that was. <laughs> they killed. Her is she coming? Is she coming? They killed her in a duel and never said why. So oh, okay. Seven <laughs> <laughs> to laugh. You have to laugh. He said, "Children, save children, but not the British children." Do you know what? Do you remember what that's called? Washington. Yeah, folks, search on YouTube Washington animated. Uh, just just type in Washington, and it's like the first thing that comes up. Cox and Combs are the creators. Yes. it'll you'll, if That's you get good. confused. It's just the it's an animated like a little little song, and it just is encapsulates two thousand and six yeah. or whatever. I don't love a lot of stuff in that vein, like no. internet weird song videos from that era, but this is like the best thing I've ever seen in my life. That was the, love the best one, yeah. True piece of work. And I I feel like we lost someone of note in this interim, but I can't remember it now. Oprah's father? <laughs> Oprah's father. Um fuck. I can't remember it now. Couldn't have been um, couple mass shootings. Lost in Ivanka there. Trump. That's yes. Who I'm trying to yeah, she's toast. Yeah. Seventy three. She fell down the stairs. So maybe I should yeah. not throw stones from my glass house. She did. You're telling me this for the first time. I'm just hearing this. Oh, now. Donald, it's good to see you. I was wondering, um, can you become the president again, just for the bits? Yes, I can. And I miss having a laugh. Good. I don't miss. You're being a you know kind of a jerk, but I do miss like you calling Rosie O'Donnell disgusting, like that side of you. I need that back. She's a pig. Now Rosie's disgusting. You look at her; she's a slob. Her with the couche balls. I mean, the bits. Could you? Why he even started a beef? Or had a beef with her in the first place? I don't know who started it. He's a beef starter. But uh, I also saw Hillary Clinton and her daughter have some shot. Show coming to Apple TV Plus where it's them in like a car doing like cuckolds, diners, and drives. <laughs> yeah, like politicians and cars fucking <laughs> deleting their emails. I've got nasty nothing. Wo- nasty Fuck. women, <laughs> nasty women in cars getting cuckolded. Yeah, green light. I feel it's like just- Chelsea Clinton had like a miscarriage or something I can make fun of, but I can't recall. 
A word? That was she was always like a running bit in the nineties because she had like a big horse face. Hmm. She was like a bad mix of two mediocre looking people. Era, yes. I was toying with the idea of doing Clinton voice, then remembered I can't. Oh, do that. you know, Scott, uh Ooh, oh Bill. I uh Okay I did not have sexual relations with my daughter with that woman, Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> Or my daughter. Or Chelsea. Who, who even brought that up? That's she crazy. is an abomination. <laughs> and uh, Clive Owen does not look or sound like me even a little bit. What about uh, Edie Falco as me? Terrific. I love hot sauce or whatever my bit is. Wait, are they doing another W thing? Are you doing W or was that like Ted Kennedy? I, I that couldn't was like tell. Hillary Clinton. That kind of sounded like Ted Kennedy. <laughs> Yeah, let's say it was Ted Kennedy instead of Hillary Clinton. Oh, Edie Falco plays Hillary Clinton? I didn't even get that far. She does. That's another show I watched like four episodes of, was enjoying it, and then forgot it existed. I have been dreaming and fantasizing and in love with Furio. <laughs> Little gold heart on a chain. How fucking dare you. And I think that's all I had for news. Oprah's father is dead, and uh, we'll be right back. Yes, maybe we go to the theater to see uh, Marcel the Shell with shoes on at this moment. Is that in theaters? It is. Imagine seeing that in the theaters. Is is it a kid's movie? Yeah. Okay. It's it's like the Jenny Slate We could at least get a fucking jerk in, you know? It's probably charming. I'll watch it when it comes to video at some point. Yeah, she's funny. I'm back in. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. I was going to do a mid-show plug, but I decided not to. Throw the plug out now. You got to do it. I'm okay, curious. Okay, now I'm going to. Folks, uh, as usual, you can hear me on the South Shore Ooh. Boys, but this week you get an extra special treat. You can hear both the Turkey Boys on the South Shore Boys. It's a boys multiverse extravaganza super episode. I feel like I did a I, I feel like I did a good job. I went out of my way to be as embarrassing as possible. You did, and it was fun. To make a good first impression. Mm. I talked about a we, few different I won't say it on here. I'm not gonna spoil anything. Because I also don't go that far on this show. Let's mm. I'll put it that way. I went further than I normally go. You worked blue. With if reveals. you can even believe it. <laughs> You're but not yeah, even gonna believe it. That will probably be out. Uh, around the same time this is out, check it out. You can wow. hear us with the boys. It was a hoot. We actually have no Sammy tonight. He is in uh, Prince Edward Island, Canada with minimal cell service. So I will be editing this using Ooh. an automated program that makes us sound like robots. Oh, yeah. So enjoy. Is he getting a Prince Edward uh, piercing on this island? That is a Prince Albert. Fuck. But I feel like I've done this like before. Have we done this bit before? <laughs> or no, just like me getting that wrong. Anytime someone says something Albert, I'm like, is that the dick piercing? Should I do this bit? <laughs> Have Fuck. you ever heard of that guy? With the- Let me just shoehorn this I feel like there in. was always somebody like at, at Norwell High. We I don't remember who it was, but it's always like, you know, like Joe Olette has a dick piercing. <laughs> that is a classic. Like, just fill in the blanks and that'll be a great. Oh, shit, dude. That's a great Richard Gere, like put a gerbil up his ass. Level oh, yeah. Fake story. I should get a dick piercing. That's that's funny. You should. I'm afraid. I mean, I don't very see afraid. I would rather get like a face tattoo. If you were going, getting a dick piercing and weren't afraid, I would be terrified, yeah, even more I, than I could possibly imagine. 
I don't see an upside to like a f- imagine like a botched dick piercing. <laughs> How would that feel? Yeah, even if it went like even if it was a complete success, I would right. just be sick over it forever. Oh, sorry, man. We made a mistake. Like we accidentally pierced your foreskin over your urethra. So like when you pee, it's just gonna like get everywhere, bro. Like, if you get a boner, it'll rip in half. I'm like it's cool. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> oh, no problem, piercing associate. I'm going to head home. It's all right. I'll just fucking cut it off, throw it in the garbage, call it a call it a day. Uh, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. <laughs> Hey team, how you doing? Hey, do we, do we have Gosling voices? I don't think we do. <laughs> it's just Bruce Willis again. Hey, I'm back. <laughs> I'm the gray man. I'm the where am I man. See, if I made this, it would have been on a considerably lower budget. Perhaps Devin Sawa on the cover with me. Yeah, maybe... Maybe Chad Michael Murray. Maybe instead of a Netflix original, it's a Tubi original. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe instead of Tubi, it's Pluto and there's commercials. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's... Peppered a... in between the different scenes. It's a new classic either way. Either way, I'd get paid two mil. <laughs> God, this is such a cut. Real human bride. <laughs> Oh, Brian. <laughs> Brian. What about yours, Brian? Hello, friend of the show, Brian. How do you do? He's listening. I mean, folks, we just watched The Gray Man, a new Netflix original film. What'd you think of it right off the top rope? I mean, should we cover the big question in the room when it comes to all Netflix originals? Was mm. this a real movie? My answer is maybe. What do you think? I'm going to say I was loving it, mm. and I liked it. How about that? <laughs> okay. That sounds like something. Like, was loving it and liked it. I would say if we take just Ryan Gosling. We yeah. put him in a box. We make that box made out of glass. What's in the box? He's nude inside. Okay. You're not here. I'm alone. Okay, yeah. I'm back in. You I'm, need me I'm, out. I'm fucking with this movie heavy. <laughs> now, truthfully, I thought it started off strong. There's like 10 really cool shots and scenes and fight sequences. And I'm, we're going to be light spoilery here if you don't. Like, it's impossible to dance around all of them. But yeah, just like Gosling-wise, I know we talked about this at some point. This is his first movie in six years. It's good to have him back in the movies. He's still got the stuff. The movies. His character's probably a highlight of this film. Has it's the whole film. Some of the cooler lines and moments. He has a really cool... He, like, you know, takes the gun out of someone's hand and... Pulls ta- the slide and then the, the, the last shell falls out. Yeah, like, yeah. he takes the clip out and bullet. then takes the bullet out, but in, like, a very cool way. I know that's something that's happened in movies before, but not quite like this, folks. So why don't you go ahead and buckle up. Yeah, this is a, a two-hander with uh, Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans, hometown hero, friend of the show. Yeah, baby! <laughs> who is sporting a mustache in this film. What did you think of this mustache? You're a creep. Um, I was a mustache guy nu- numerous times over. And true, I can vouch. with that, a lot of people have been doing the mustache lately. Mm. It's had like quite the resurgence. Not that it hadn't with the Movember bullshit over the last few years. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think that he pulls it off because he's good. Like, 
Oh, pardon me. He pulls it off. Mm. But if it inspires another like Top Gun, two, three weeks of mustaches all over TikTok trend, I'm upset. Because yeah. I don't need that again. And I can't stop watching TikTok. I'm horribly addicted to it. Fuck. Yeah, this... Uh... Yeah, I thought he pulled it off. Just mm. to like make him seem like a different character. He's kind of a bad guy in this. They're probably like, let's give him a mustache. So Yeah, I went into this thinking that he was the good guy. So people don't see him as Captain America. I didn't watch the trailer. A character he's portrayed for several years in many films. Oh. But, that uh, is what they were doing, isn't it? Yes, and this is from Anthony and Joe Russo, who directed the second and third Captain America films, and also the third and fourth Avengers films. Mm. But most importantly, they directed You, Me, and Dupree, the the 2006 Owen Wilson vehicle that we saw in the theater and many, many times afterwards. I smoked weed by myself in these... um, Lonely old Lank. Just wailing away on just, himself. Just toasting in the squire, away. In the Squire's parking lot alone Jeez. before this movie. That might be the darkest, most fucked up thing I've ever heard. I love it. <laughs> toasting alone in the Squire's. My only question is, why wasn't I there? That seems like uh, the, the exact kind of thing I would want to be a part of. I don't remember, but I remember seeing... I don't even think I sat with anybody during this movie. I wow. feel like it was like a Sunday impromptu on a rainy summer day. I feel like it was summer. An idyllic summer day. Uh, and I just met everybody. I think I like met everybody there and sat by myself high after sitting in a parking lot alone. Best day so, of your life? I would say so. Yeah. So yeah, You Mean Dupree is probably like a 9 out of 10. Their new movie, which is a globetrotting espionage thriller starring a bunch of movie stars. <clears throat> the Good Gray Man. Was, you know... It was decent. I liked it. A lot of babes in this movie. Fucking. You got Anna de Armas, who's probably like the most gorgeous woman on earth, who's just in every action movie for no reason. Like she's in the latest James Bond. Well, there's a reason. She's in the next John Wick. She looks, I know, but she just seems like out of place. Like she's she's too pretty to be in in action movies. That's beating. Yes, no doubt, no doubt. (laughs) I mean... And also the blue-haired babe from the latest uh, colossal failure of a Matrix movie was in this. Well, let's see her getting some work. I think her name's Jessica Henwick. Actually, I know it is. She's a good Instagram follow. And this movie had some fun side villains, which is a fun thing. I like in these kind of movies. You gotta have the main villain, then you gotta have fun side villains that all get their own moment mm. and big uh, action set piece like. I feel like they spent a fortune on this movie. They must have, yeah. There's a scene where they're on a plane, and the plane blows up, and everyone slowly like falls out of it. Then they're racing through the air. One Just might that even sequence. say they're roaring. Yeah, that the, sequence, they, alone, that sequence like, alone lost me a little bit with the CGI. But like the Gosling fight scenes and just him himself mm. were enough to keep me just glued to the seat. Uh, worth the price of admission. Two hours, two minutes went by quick. Like, it was a fun movie. I'll never watch it again. Every one of these movies, like, they play secret agents. So they're both, like, James Bond types, but they're against each other. And the whole plot is, like, there's someone taking down, like, every threat of a... Like, everyone who was on this secret assassin team, which is the plot of, like, every Mission Impossible and every... 
Jason Bourne or James Bond movie. It's just funny. It doesn't even matter. It's like they they keep it moving. They're in like a new country every other scene. It's an action scene every like 12 minutes. Very yeah. watchable stuff. You'll have fun with this one. Yeah. But, you know, you it's there's once you've seen it, you've seen it. Mm. And yeah, a lot of drone work in this mm. movie I wanted to mention, which they didn't handle it as strongly as Michael Bay did in his latest film Ambulance is my opinion but you know a couple cool shots they're trying to spice it up drone work almost never pays off like it's never there's never a time where I'm like what a shot that was it's like very clearly like a little fucking plastic camera floating in the air Mm. especially the one particular sweeping drone shot they did that switched over to a regular camera it just, like I said to you, I just feel like it looked choppy. Yeah. And I will say it's it's kind of like a generic movie that's elevated because Ryan Gosling's really good in it. And Chris Evans is decent. Chris Evans is pretty good. Ryan Gosling's amazing. Like, this is the kind of movie, it's a miracle this movie didn't star Ryan Reynolds and The Rock. God forbid. <laughs> you put Ryan Reynolds and The Rock in this, it's the worst movie ever made. It's worse than Red Notice. Yeah. Yeah, like <laughs> you put Gosling in it, and like the Russo brothers are pretty good. It's, I'm like in my head giving it three out of five or three and a half out of five because yeah. just for the price of Gosling alone. The Netflix algorithm's probably trying to figure out how to get the gray man to meet the Red Notice team in a super team up movie that everyone in the world will turn up. Can't wait till we're movies are all just completely generated by algorithms and there's no more real scripts anymore. And it'll be like a thing where you like go, it's like, it'll be like putting in a VHS to watch a movie that was written by a person. Ooh, I think we're like there. Yeah. We're <laughs> six months out. Yeah. I'm looking that. at Ryan Gosling's face on the drive poster right now. Like, don't do it King. And I look movies. over my left shoulder and there he is on place beyond the pines. The work. He's one of the greats. But yeah, this is, for a Netflix original, this is like one of the better ones. Probably top three, at least, if not the best, when you really break it down. Like, what's ahead of it? Yeah, like, very watchable. You got all those babes. You got the stars. Like, what, is, what are you going to put ahead of this? Like, I care a lot? Uh, <laughs> I mean, maybe. I did I did like that. I that's, that actually a fun a, one. that's actually a good poll, and I one know. I forgot about. It's a good one. Great mention. But yes, this is The Gray Man, uh, now on Netflix. Gray man. The Great Pokes. Mm. The next, can we talk about, while we're on the subject of movies with men in the title, we can talk about men. Yes. The new A24 vehicle that is fresh onto iTunes, basically about this woman that is like going through it in life and wants to like get away from a bad breakup, divorce, whatever, by staying at this house in the British countryside, and it goes horribly wrong. Yes. This movie's from uh, Alex Garland, who made Ex Machina, which I think is a classic, and Annihilation, which is decent, and that show Devs, which no one but me has watched. No one. And it's pretty good. And this movie was so artsy, it was legitimately making me laugh out loud watching it alone. (laughs) And that's not an insult. I kind of loved it. I thought it was like very I thought it was awesome. Yeah, I didn't get it. There's like a like, why was he like giving birth to himself? Yeah, this is a movie. Spoiler alert, I guess. I, yeah, this is a movie. It's so weird. You can't even spoil it. It's like beyond. Yeah, you go into it with that information. That's not going to give you anything. Yeah, and like this 
one guy plays like every man in this movie to the point where like they CGI his face onto like a boy, which is like a fun little man throwback, I hope. Creepy as hell though. But yeah, I thought like, this was actually scary. There were sequences that I would were, say like, even fucked up. potentially too scary. Oh shit. Were you shivering? A little bit. Were you shocked and or chagrined? I was uncomfortable. Lucy didn't yeah. want to watch it, so she read her book sitting there. And at Man. one point, she like looked up as he was like coming out of his own vagina. <laughs> yeah, she was like, a, "I'm sorry, what is this?" That's when I started like laughing out loud. Like he starts, he gives birth to himself like five times over, and he's like, "Bleh!" Yeah. like crawling around, and she's like, oh, yeah. "And I'm just sitting there making the like, hmm, like artsy flick pose." Yeah, like, I'll definitely watch this one again. Like, yes, yes. <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was wild when they revealed that uh, the titular man was uh, the be a man guy from Instagram. <laughs> I thought that was a wild reveal. When you're trying to kill abroad, <laughs> give birth to yourself and get blood all over the place. Be a man. And then talk to your CGI-faced other guy and be like... When you're a toddler superimposed with CGI onto a man's body, be a man. <laughs> Love this. Full green light <laughs> spin-off series. When you're in the country with a bunch of British fags and you want to kill all of them, so you just keep switching bodies, be a man. When you can't think of an ending, just stop on a dime, artsily. <laughs> Nobody will get it, but Scotty will think it's cool. When you see an annihilation in the theater and Scotty wants to stay for that big finish and you're writhing in agony, begging for a W.O. and you and he won't leave, be a man. Walk out. Just take out. Just leave. <laughs> and like... I got nothing else, but I, I liked that bit. He's in. I don't know if you were planning on doing a bunch of those, no, but... please. The, uh... There's so many of this same guy. There's like an old naked one who's chasing her around, like blowing potions in her face, artsily. There's a priest. There's one who kind of sounds like Austin Powers. This movie really has it all. <laughs> The one who's like being helpful. and The then, guy whose house it is? Yeah. Yeah. He's powers with the teeth. And there's a cool thing where like there's like a light flicker at a bunch of times. And then like one will disappear and one of the other ones will show up. The movie didn't make sense in any nope. trackable way at all. But I was very entertained watching it. That was wild stuff. Yeah, it's a fun one. I pre-ordered this one. I had a good feeling about this movie. I like you suggested seeing it in theaters a bunch of times, and I wish we did because mm. this would be a fun one to see in the theater. But obviously, that has, that option has passed. Yeah, but yeah, this people online have been like tearing this apart. This is a movie that people say is like dumb and what don't they like about like it? Like worthless and fucked up. Don't they think it's a lot of fun? <laughs> I mean, I guess not. That's rude. And there is some like off-putting stuff, but I thought it always looked like mm. silly enough. Where I don't know, I enjoyed it. Men, <laughs> be a man. Spend, and then finally, spend nineteen ninety-nine <laughs> on the rental of Men on iTunes, <laughs> and don't even get through it. And then tell the turkey boys you loved it. Be a man. Apply for a fund from iTunes yeah. report a problem after you finish the movie because you don't really want to pay for it and get your money back. Be a man. Green light. And I think that brings us to our featured review this week, folks. We, We're we, giving Nope the featured review? What do you think? I'm thinking Gray Man. You're giving that a Nope? 
I hated Nope. How about that? Fuck. Go right. Nope. Go ahead though. Do your thing. <laughs> go ahead. Do your. Go thing. ahead. Oh well, now I don't even want to. No, the uh, of course I still want to. Uh, I like my popcorn with uh, okay. with butter, lots of okay. butter. We like the butter. I was actually thinking of Joey and how much he likes the butter. At uh, when I was at the AMC Braintree last night, seeing Nope, and uh, I feel like that's his home court where he like did that bit for the first time, <laughs> like explained to us how to get. Uh, did butter. he say that to us and the people? At the cashier or the like, the I hope so. concession stand. I hope he made it a big old. I have scene. A, a vivid like core memory of him doing that at the Randolph movie theater mm. for like American Pie three or whatever. Flawless. Film. Um, but yes, you love that Braintree Theater. I feel I like mean, that's your home court now. I, I don't love it. It's just there. I want to go to the Dedham one more often because it's Dedham. near work and they get the artsier pictures. I almost saw Men there a couple times because they had that playing. It's a good theater, but, too. Yeah. But I did go to see Nope at Braintree. Also, I just wanted to talk about the trailers for one quick second. <coughs> did you get the trailer for the Idris Elba I've seen Lion that like movie? four times now, yeah, with... Uh, Charlton Copley? Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I keep forgetting that exists, and then I'm just like, is this going to be like a big movie? <laughs> like, the Idris Elba... I'll see it. ...in his... In a, car with his family it's like crawl on land fuck that's a good pitch that's probably how they got this made but the trailers were insane there was also a trailer for a horror movie that i've learned was directed by zach Kreger from whitest kids you know <laughs> that that horror movie but they're promoting it he as, stole it as from a producer of the grudge which i was like how can they be promoting this movie as like Oh, like who produced the grudge like Trevor Moore yeah, like, <laughs> like, like oh this Sam guy, Brown this guy also produced a middling horror remake 19 years ago perhaps like, it was Timmy Williams is that a good thing but then I learned maybe they're talking about that new grudge remake like the second uh, remake I forgot they even did that yeah good grudge noise I'm and just we, gonna grudge noise throughout the entire note review you cool with that I am Okay. But yeah, and also the new Halloween trailer looks like dog shit, and I can't wait to see it. Yes. it was Go, uh, Michael, go. My showtime was at 7. The movie finally started at 7.40. <laughs> I put I've that in my notes. I've timed that before, too. That's that so notable. That sucks, by it, the way. It, felt, it couldn't have felt longer. It felt like two hours of trailers and Maria Menounos when you, commercials. When you want to give up your entire day, <laughs> and it doesn't even matter. Go to the Braintree Movie Theater and just sit through 45 minutes of trailers. Be a man. Get a popcorn for 11.50. <laughs> a small for 11.50. The large is 17.50. Sit in the back when there's holes in the popcorn ceiling or the drop mm. ceiling and the rats may be jumping out of the ceiling, but uh, yeah. oh, I'm going nowhere with this. <laughs> forget to turn the fucking... This is actually what happened to me. When I saw the Sopranos movie, there was like missing ceiling tiles and I like my mom goes what if a rat jumped out of one of those ceiling tiles and I was like this is I think just explained my whole childhood gnawing teething rat I'm not the fucking rat but yeah and just to set this up one step further are you fucking kidding me as I was walking into the movie friends of the show Logan and Tyler texted me about how much they despised the film <laughs> like literally I'm walking and about to watch it. they're just like were you solo Safe. Classically. And 
it was just funny to me, like timing wise. I didn't let it affect me. I was just like, okay, that's fine. It almost, you know, you, you loved it. This was like old too <laughs> for you. I well, saw this solo as well, which folks, is kind of funny. I'm pushing old out of the movie of the decade slot, and Nope is now residing. Why don't you there. tell the fans what exactly Nope, nope is about? I will. This is the new Jordan Peele movie. I'm sure everyone's familiar with his work. Uh, from Key and Peele, big comedy guy. He started making classy horror pictures with Get Out, won an Academy Award, then made Us, and now he's made Nope, his third picture. And uh, I didn't love this movie. I loved parts of it. Yes, you did. I thought... Uh, <laughs> I thought for a while I was like, oh no, are we in trouble here? It's like a big old build of a slog that they're touching on some stuff that I love. Movies about movies. Daniel Kaluuya, who was in Get Out, is uh, in this one again alongside Kiki Palmer, who I found not very funny or enjoyable she in again? any way. Is she from like Orange is the New Black or something? Perhaps. I'm not sure, to be honest. I can't even remember. But they give her a lot of jokes. I didn't think any of them really worked, unfortunately. But, uh, yeah, Daniel Kaluuya is in this. They play horse trainers. They, like, run a Hollywood-type uh, horse farm when movies or shows or commercials Spawn need a horse. Ranch. Yeah, they pop on by. And that's the setup for this uh, weird sci-fi horror thing. They promoted this movie like it was a alien UFO movie, which is a, a bit of a misdirect. I'm not going to get fully into spoilers at this moment, but that's, that's not really what this movie is. Or not entirely what... It, or maybe they just go about it in a way you wouldn't expect. It's like a big expect. fucking paper plate floating through the air with a hole in it, and it sucks everything up inside, like a like Kirby, the Nintendo character. And Fuck. Some stuff gets sucked up, That's and like some sell. stuff they can run away. Okay, I guess like we're it, in the spoilers It shuts section. off the electricity, and like, shut up. I can't wait to hear how much everyone loved this movie and how I'm the stupid one for not getting it. Look, oh, you just don't get it, man. And I'm, no, I, I wonder if I'm a racist, too, because I, I didn't like no, it. No, it's not all that. I thought... It was, like, legit bad for the first half. Yes. Until they have, like, the reveal about what the thing is. And then I was it's like, a pizza, oh. pizza box. I thought it was very, like, weird and original, I'll say. They're doing, they did that horror movie thing where they took an obscure, like, they did Corey Hart. Uh, sunglasses at night that song from the 80s yeah. and they slowed it down all creepy like that's what movies do now fucking stop it it was cool when like the crazies did it in 2011 mm. and then like i can't remember not hating it since and yeah i will say a lot of this movie is just like it felt out of place mm -hmm. or like too ambitious and like too much going on. There's this whole subplot with like a monkey that like killed people on this TV set that doesn't really have anything to do with the rest it's of the movie and felt tacked on. Stephen Young, yeah. which I love him, but like, what was that? He was the monkey good, stuff was my favorite part. I what mean, do you think? I thought the monkey looked so CGI-ish. <laughs> I couldn't even like, I couldn't even concentrate. I was like, am I watching like a Curious George Hulu original TV show? It was fucked up. 
I thought, and a bunch of the other storylines I thought didn't like gel together, but when the monster or the alien, whatever we're calling it, is like when they're watching it like zip through the sky, like travel from cloud to cloud and all that stuff. I loved all that. I thought there was some great yeah, stuff. Yeah, it was kind of cool. And when at it the like end. when it sucks people up, I thought cuz it like creates a tornado like right under itself. What did you think about that, like at the end when it had diarrhea all over Daniel Kaluuya's head? I thought the diarrhea sequence was masterfully done and will probably earn Jordan Peele's second Oscar. Mm. For uh, best, uh, <laughs> one thing that Jordan Peele said the other <laughs> best diarrhea shower. Yes, the the one thing that Jordan Peele said the other day, somebody referred to him like an interviewer or a fan or somebody was like, "You're the best horror movie director of all oh, yeah. time," this and he was like, Twitter. "Yeah, I wouldn't like." He's like, "You should put some respect on John Carpenter's name or something like that." I'm gonna cue it up. That was it a was, cool. That was, was a cool thing to say. He had a great uh, bit. He seems like a likable guy and a hang. Yeah. I just like. I feel like people sort of shove his shit down my throat. And I did like us and I did like, I think upon rewatching Get Out for the second time, it's very well done. Get Out's like a legit yeah. masterpiece. You hating Get Out was one of your That was like a fake, that was a fake take. That was like me, <laughs> that was like me telling people I don't like ketchup or that I love Star Wars. Like I just make shit up sometimes. Hate a fake take. I do think I liked us better than Get Out and nobody will agree with that but that's why i like his stuff's just like he's on a weird wavelength yeah like he's at least making like his own movies and like watching this i felt like i'd never like seen a movie like this i was trying to think of a meets and i really couldn't although it is kind of when they're watching the clouds i was like this is kind of like jaws but instead of Mm. like looking down at the ocean they're looking up at the sky tiger that was probably very intentional there was at least two moments where i was like he's doing a jaws thing here and it's dope and yeah a lot of it really worked for me also that shot when like the thing's raining blood down on that mansion and like it's at night and there's lightning I might have been peeing during that I had to pee like three times it was peeing during like the dopest shot of the decade I got there and like I got a small popcorn and a large I wanted a medium lemonade and they only had large or small cups and I was like fuck me so I got the big one and I was like, I know I'm just going to suck all of this down and just mm. piss my fucking life away. And I did. I pissed like three times. It sucked. That... It's probably why I didn't like it because I kept missing like 90 second increments at important parts. I got a big old bag of uh, Welch's fruit snacks that I enjoyed during What a boring picture. snack. Did you buy them at the theater? I didn't actually. You snuck them in? I did. Did you get a drink or no drink? Like mouthful of fucking Yeah, sticky. just candy. Just candy. I had those... Um, from my work lunch from earlier like a real adult i had my leftover fruit, fruit snacks. snacks left over like crumpled up in a ball in your pocket and like, oh boy i got these fruit snacks That's exactly how it went just to yourself <laughs> <laughs> sure <laughs> the but yeah this i wish i could tell you i loved it i loved parts of it very uneven picture mm. but i mean i'm positive on it overall because of the, you know, the workish nature. It's an original movie that mm. doesn't have superheroes in it. Yeah, I mean, it has like a cool new creature. That I like does your stuff take. I'd never seen I like before. That take. It, it's got some stuff. As much as like I would shit on it because I'm a cunt. <laughs> it's an original movie by a talented director who's a cool guy that we like. Yeah. Who's made a lot of good shit. Also, speaking of, and his he's doing a, he's doing a thing. 
It's a great time to remind the fans that he responded to me on Twitter several years ago, and I tried to re-quote tweet it again to get some more traction. Today, on recently. yeah, today. How'd that she, work out it, for you? It didn't work out. You didn't great. notice it? No. No. Seven years didn't. later, with yeah. seven more years of fame. I tried to make a big bit of it, like Jordan, buddy. <laughs> Like I also enjoy Chelsea Peretti, and I've recommended her special to people. Hi. You guys want to like hang out and like Just listen to my ideas? <laughs> You'd love them. Um, so anyway, there's this guy, and there's two guides, and uh, they uh, they, have, they sell pills. They're called uh, pill guys. One's named King. I mean, Kane. Dean Kane is already attached to it, so I think we're yeah. pretty much on the green. We just got to chip it in. And yeah, they. Also, I thought it was weird how the main character in this movie's name is OJ. I found that very distracting, although I appreciated they how they didn't it, yeah. make a joke about OJ. Or did they? They did, yeah. What, Not a joke, but it? she was like, so your name is OJ? And like gave him like a what? For oh, like two seconds. I might have missed that. It wasn't a joke, though. It was just like an acknowledgement of the fact that it's a different, a, a unique name to have given... The real OJ is a murderer. Yeah, the jokes weren't great in this, which is odd because Jordan Peele's obviously very funny. I don't think he knows how to write dialogue too well. Yeah, you mentioned that. and I don't love the way conversation flows. And like Daniel Kalu is like a stoic, say nothing for 20 minutes kind of guy, but mm. I don't know. I think he's got the range to throw some dialogue around. Yeah, that... Uh, I think you might be onto something. That... Uh, I don't know. Style over substance. Hmm. I, I don't know. I, of the three of his movies, I would say my favorite was Us. Get Out's probably the best movie. And this one will fall somewhere below. But only, the fact it's as unique as it is, even though it sort of has like trimmings of other movies, like a little bit of The Happening or... I did think of right? Shyamalan watching this movie. It had a Shyamalan sheen to it. There was some shyamalan moments where I was like, oh no, is he like getting... It's very... Hey, Twitter world, this is yours truly. It's me, OJ. I just I'm stabbed this cloud monster. It's bleeding all over the place. If Jordan Peele wants to direct <laughs> the next Naked Gun movie, I think that would be a good meet. Here's the idea. A guy comes home, his wife's with another man, and he <laughs> yeah. finds him in the alley outside of the house and stabs him to death. One of the stabs <laughs> in, the, in his face. Sounds like a wild cold open. To a He's nice wearing stab movie. Bruno Mali shoes and black leather gloves, driving a white Bronco. Is the OJ voice racist? I we had mean, this talk when you when you pulled a clip of it and put it on your Instagram, <clears throat> and you were like, "Should I leave it up?" And I was like, "In my heart of hearts, I was like, mm, it's probably a little racist." Mm. And, but I was like, "You know what? Fuck it, leave it up." And then you took it down like moments later. You were like, yeah, I think it's racist. Yeah, you, you sent back like, hey, I don't care. Leave it up. And I was like, it's already deleted. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> it's, I already had a panic attack about it. And Somebody like doxing you and yeah. taking away everything. I mean, folks, we just like to do voices and have a goof. But Scott is a racist. Pff, fuck, I've been had. Yes. <laughs> Welcome. Fuck, fuck. Also, I put in my notes here, uh, the big butt girl walking out. There was a girl with maybe the biggest butt I've ever seen leaving this theater. It was, uh, I'm glad I made a note about it because I would have forgotten. And now it's all she coming back to me. She had shit in the middle of movie. <laughs> I got to squeeze some of this out. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> 
But uh, <laughs> there was a guy in the row in front of me who kept looking back at me. He looked back like three times. I was almost like, <laughs> like you good? <laughs> you good? I was just like, I don't know what's going on. You good, dog? And my soda, the lid wouldn't stay on my soda. It was like one of those, like, you touch it in the middle and the lid just goes, boop. And like, I, so I had to like every time I touched it I had to pick it up with both hands so I was like I'm just gonna be that guy leaning forward to take sips of my drink like an 11 year old and it didn't really play out you wasn't as cozy as I wanted it to be picking up a drink with two hands in Trumpish fashion yes terrific I saw Jordan Peele's nope I thought <laughs> it was terrific fantastic Pretty good. 10 out of 10 I love that clip of him talking about Batman I wish there was him reviewing like any movie. Didn't he say he didn't like it? I think that was him talking about like The Dark Knight. I don't know if he saw the new one. Trump, you're probably a turkey head. Why don't you go ahead and send us an email at enoughthepodcast at gmail.com or uh, follow us on Instagram at enoughthepodcast or perhaps Twitter at podcastenough. I'm on both those platforms at Skip Season. Where can the fans find you, right? That's marvelous. I am on Instagram at Ankner, A-N-K-N-E-R, and Ankfit.com is a big one. Wow. And Just I think like that. I'm going to play the, play the music because yeah. we've said it all. Just like that, I think that might be enough. As we said earlier, check out the latest South Shore Boys featuring both oh, of wow. the Turkey Boys and uh, whatever else we're... Enough the podcast at gmail.com. Just yeah. fucking send us an email. Could you? Would you? You should. You should. And, uh, yeah, I feel like I had another thing, but I totally don't, as you can hear. And oh, boy. I think that's enough. <laughs> hey, listen, everybody, have a good one. Have a goo. Bye. Nope was a 10 out of 10. 6 out of 10. No, 5.4. Old is also a 10 out of 10. Old is a 6 at best. I prefer M. Night Shyamalan's show, The Servant. So I'm going to sneak in my review of Thor, Love and Thunder. Uh, It was a 3 out of 10. (laughs) It had too many jokes. They were all horrible. (laughs) And Taika Waititi needs to be silenced. His Star Wars movie is poised to be the most annoying movie ever made. Folks, have a good one. We'll see you next time. Bachelor in Paradise has been... Oh, fuck. Bachelorette. God damn it. Cut that, cut that, cut that. I'm doing it this week. No, tell me about it. Um, Bachelorette is a 10 out of 10. (laughs) It's going to be a hot season. There's two Bachelorettes. Tune in. Oh, fuck. What if they chose each other? That'd be kind of hot. Fucking. Fucking. That's what would happen for me, my man. I'm fucking working on this fucking new season. (laughs) Bachelorette. Fucking, what, tell me about it. Fucking, am I still talking?